of the Cover Zero podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. Week two is done, and holy shit was it entertaining. Uh, I'm just going to say a certain someone is currently leading the league in passing yards and tied for the league in touchdowns. Uh, Not sure who it could be, but it's Tua. We all know it's Tua. He played great. It was fantastic. Uh, there was a lot of surprising games this week. A lot of stinkers of games. Some teams looking brutal. Way worse than I expected coming into the year. Uh, we'll get into all of that this week. I have Moob Yusuf on. Noted Panthers fan. Uh, it's been tough for them. Hold, oh, they look bad. Uh, So we get into it with him, we recap week two, we go over our week three pick'em picks, I unfortunately lost last week, and I haven't been mentioning so far, uh, the loser of each pick'em contest, uh, the loser donates $20 to the Door of the Youth Center here in Ottawa, Uh, goes to a good cause instead of just giving it to each other, rather help out the kids, you know, because we're... uh, those type of people here at the Cover Zero podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, with that being said, let's get to my interview. No, I guess, yeah, let's just get to the week two recap and pick them with Moob. I now would like to welcome on my next guest. I've known him for a few years now, a couple fantasy leagues, just played uh, some nice summer baseball with him. Uh, great season, but... He's a Panthers fan, and holy shit, has he been going through it. So, Moob, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it for having me on. Uh, I wanted to be there for, uh, you know, the week one predictions and all that stuff and, you know, the words, but it is what it is. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> uh, well, I'm happy to have you on here because, I mean, Panthers looking pretty damn bad so far. So, we'll get into that, but... For now, I guess let's start with last night's games. Uh, start with the Titans and the Bills. The Bills just kicked the shit out of the Titans. It was it was a slaughter. Yeah, yeah, that was that was you know going into last night's game, I thought that it was going to be a route, and because I knew it was going to be a route, this is kind of you know a little thing that we did in the. I, I tweeted this actually before the game the, the night before. So I saw on Twitter, someone made a Justin Fields hater parlay, which is basically taking me under on every single statistical category. And I said, I'm going to do the same thing for Ryan Tannehill. And I was trolling and it ended up hitting. So it was kind of funny. It was was worse than I thought it would be. Much worse. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, I was kind of thinking before the game, being like, I don't know, Derrick Henry, like he looked good against them last year. The defense could still be tough. Ten ten points is a lot of points, but – the Titans stink. I should have stuck with what I knew, but that was the Bills are who we think they are. The Bills are fantastic. Yeah, they might be the best team in football right now. Actually, I, I don't think it's a might. I I would think it's you'd have a hard time arguing against them being the best team in football right now. 
some would have argued that they were the best team in football last year and they got stronger adding, you know, Vaughn Miller. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, they're the team to beat in my eyes right now in the AFC, but, but we'll see. They'll probably continue kicking on those crappy teams like the Titans uh, for the foreseeable future a couple of weeks to come. But yeah, that was, that was brutal. Tough watch. Oh yeah. It was very bad. Moving on to the later Monday night game. Uh, Vikings versus Eagles. Eagles 24, Vikings 7. Kirk Cousins in primetime. What can you expect? That's He played like shit. The Eagles looked really good. Jalen Hurts, MVP candidate at this point. But I'm buying into the Eagles. I like the Eagles a hell of a lot right now. What about you? Yeah, honestly, um, we might have seen the two best teams in football yesterday so last night we might have seen the best team in the nfc and the best team in the afc i know that might be a hot take saying that the uh, eagles might be the second best team in football but i don't think it's a hot take to say that they're the best team in the nfc right now if you see what the bucks are going through and the packers you know it's really not a hot take at all they're really good and that's the thing with the eagles too like it was going into the year they have this really good roster but is jalen hurts the guy Jalen Hurts through two weeks so far has looked the part. He has been fantastic. He has made that jump to potentially top 10 quarterback. I still think it's early, but he's a top five MVP candidate right now. And if this is the way the Eagles are going, yeah, they're probably going to be a Super Bowl contender easily. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, if you look at where he's come from his first year at Alabama to where he is now, he's gotten better every single year. He's one of those guys that you kind of just have to bet on. Uh, if you told me this three years ago, that he would be the starting QB on one of the best teams in football, I would have called you crazy. I would have, you know, said a whole other, a bunch of other things, but, but yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, it, it wouldn't honestly surprise me if he did take that leap into top 10 QB status. Yeah, no, he... It's been good. Eagles are looking good. So now we'll go all the way back. Thursday night football, Chargers versus Chiefs. Chiefs 27, Chargers 24. This was, I mean, it was a great game. Pat Mahomes had his moments. He also had his, what are you doing? He got saved a couple times. Herbert couldn't come up in the clutch. Terrible pick six. What did you think? Yeah, so that game was kind of, uh, you see you have these these moments with Patrick Mahomes where he was throwing up uh, prayers would actually be a nice way of putting them. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, that, that, that game, what really stood out to me other than, you know, the pick six and, and Mahomes, you know, drop, that dropped interception by Asante Samuel Jr. was, um, honestly, it was Brendan Staley, his, uh, his, he was being super conservative, which is, Odd to say, because this was the same guy in a winner-go-home game last year, Week 18, that was going for it on fourth down in his own 20. Uh, I think, I think the media different... finally got one. <laughs> I think there was like three different uh, possessions where they had the ball in Kansas City territory on fourth and second, where they either kicked the field goal or they punted the ball. And if you have a guy like Justin Herbert, who's athletic, you know, make all the plays, mm-hmm. that's kind of yep. a head stretcher. Uh, so I don't, I don't yeah. know what's going on. He's kind of like yin and yang this season between conservative and hyper-aggressive. So I don't know. I feel like he's definitely in his head a little bit with it right now. Like, again, like you said, they have Justin Herbert on those calls. 
you trust him instead of trying to pin them back deep. You go for those points. Uh, my main takeaway from this game was the Chargers lost the game and the refs save Pat Mahomes. The Chargers looked like the better team. The Chiefs are 2-0. and They beat them. But if this Chargers team gets healthy, I mean, Keenan Allen was out for the game. J.C. Jackson just came back. He didn't look too good. But this is a Chargers team that definitely will contend for the AFC West. And I don't think the Chiefs are a lock to be the that division champ anymore. I don't, I don't see how you can walk away from that game uh, as a Chiefs fan uh, feeling too good about, you know, what happened. Like, you're, you're on your home field. The game is almost pretty much handed to you on a silver plate. Like, I, I don't know what was going on, you know, with the Chargers. They were just charging in the second half, pick six. And then after that, the next drive, uh, Herbert, I don't know what he's doing, kind of throwing the ball over the field. And then he just – and then he got hurt too, so – I mean, you kind of everything that you needed to go well for you to like win the game happened and you won. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely not a lock. As of right now, I'd still take the Chiefs to come out on top of the division. But man, that gap has closed significantly over the last couple of years. 100%. Uh, moving up to the Sunday one o'clock slate, we'll start with the Patriots versus Steelers, 17 14 Patriots. This game stunk. This game was boring. Uh, one throw by Mac Jones and Nelson Aguilar mossing some guy. Uh, secret agent Gunnar Olszewski fumbling that punt. Like nothing. N- this game was boring. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, anytime you get a Mitch Trubisky start, uh, regardless of whatever team he's going against you know, you're, you're likely going to be in for a snooze fest. They, we're getting Kenny Pickett chance, like I think I, even before halftime or something. So that's, that's how bad it was. Like, um, I don't know if he's going to hold on to the starting job any, any longer. I'm not sure what the end, end goal is because he is already like an older rookie. So it's a little weird what's going on. The Patriots, nice ba- bounce back win. But other than that, not much to say about this game. Kind of a snooze fest. Yeah, and we can move on from it because, again, who really cares? Again, and TJ Watt wasn't playing. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, Well, we can go to the Panthers versus the Giants. Giants 19, Panthers 16. Have the floor. Go for it. So, um, you know, I was was getting ready for the game, the 1 o'clock game. I I got, like – some nice beverages and I was, I, I made the whole setup. I was getting ready to sit down on my couch, turned on the TV, one o'clock, the game start. I think at one 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 minute and uh, into the game, we uh, fumbled the ball. And at that point I was like on the ki- opening kickoff return of the game. And then at that point I was like, I need a cigarette right now. And, <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> the next offensive time, the next time we get the ball, we fumbled again. So they got six points basically five minutes into the game. Uh, we were, we were down. We ended up catching up and lose, lose on a field goal. Uh, I, I don't know. This, this team is, is going to be frustrating this entire season. I don't know how long Matt Rule has left. I'd probably guess another two, three games. Like, yeah, I think week like you guys are going to play the Saints this week. You're going to lose, I think, probably by a lot. 
and he needs to be gone. He's shown nothing. And uh, I read like a Twitter thread the other day that his defensive coordinator is at his hip, who is also a moron. You guys are too talented of a roster to be that bad of a team right now. I don't get it. It's it's tough to watch. It is. It's like I saw another tweet that was from a Panthers beat reporter, and he and he said um, the Panthers haven't forced a takeaway all season. Uh, they're playing against. Luckily for them, they're playing against Jameis Winston, so they, they can expect to get a takeaway. And I said, well, you know, we just played Daniel Jones. If there was yeah. anyone other than Jameis Winston that you can expect to just give you the ball, it's Daniel Jones. And we didn't even come close to getting a takeaway. No. I don't know what's – this team is poorly coached. It's poorly run. The owner's in over his head. I, You know, it's it's hard to have any type of faith in, in you know, the, the organization right now. Uh, they need to hit a big rebuild. But, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. This is already the rebuild, so. Yeah. Something, something's got to change. I don't know, like, if you could force an owner to sell a team within five years, I'd, I'd be down for that. But <laughs> this is, it's, it's getting tough to watch. We're the clown show of the, of the league. Nine consecutive losses right now, currently the longest losing streak in the NFL, and two and 16 since starting off three in a last year. So. Oh, three, man. That's, right oh, that's so bad. Uh, I will give the Giants some sort of props. Uh, I didn't think much of them. They're now 2-0. Haven't really played anyone, but they're 2-0. It's fine. I think Brian Dable's a pretty good coach given what he's working with, but uh, we'll move on uh, to Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Saints. Bucks 20, Saints 10. Again, another Boring, boring game that first half. Then there was a fight, and then, oh, suddenly the Saints' best corner is out of the game, and now Brady can move the ball. Yeah, uh, don't let the final score fool you. That game was a snooze fest for the better parts of three quarters. Uh, the Bucks couldn't move the ball to save their life, and this is even when Mike Evans was playing. I don't know how much, you know, Chris Godwin – uh, I mean, he didn't miss the playoffs last year, and they look okay. So I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, I don't know if it's, you know, change in head coach or Brady being gone during preseason. I don't know what's going on in the offense. To be fair, the offensive line ravaged by, you know, retirements and injury early on. But yeah, they're not looking good. They, I, mean, no. I know they got Tom Brady. I know they got weapons on offense. But it's hard to, you know, look at this team and, and – Think, hey, this is a Super Bowl winning team. It's, it's it really didn't look great at all. No, hundred percent. And Jameis ended up playing like Jameis had some awful picks to end the game. Uh, yeah, again, boring game at the start. Ended, eh. But next game ended fairly excitingly. But the Jets versus the Browns. Jets thirty-one, Browns thirty. Uh I'm so happy the Browns lost this game. Like that was, they deserve nothing this season. I hope that, uh, fuck, I got to fly on my camera. Get the fuck out. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, the Jets somehow managed to do it. Joe Flacco pulled something out of his ass, but craziness at the end of that game. Yeah, uh, I honestly, some so what ended up happening, I don't know if 
if you remember, but a few years ago, it might have been last year, where Chubb was running and then he stopped right in front of the goal line. And everyone mm-hmm. said, hey, why don't you just run it in? And all the fantasy people got so mad. Uh, yeah. But then he actually did run it in uh, this weekend. And what ended up mm-hmm. happening is, you know, they gave the ball right back to the Jets, blew a 13-point lead in a minute and 55. So and maybe he was right. Maybe he should have just stopped in front of the goal line and let out, like, the, the rest of the clock. But, yeah, the, the Browns, you know, they deserve everything that they're going to get this season. Yeah. No empathy for that, for that team, the ownership. You know, I, I feel bad for the fans. Obviously, they don't deserve it. But, you know, the Browns are going to Brown eventually. So that was a terrible I mean, if I'd say enough, a few fans probably deserve it, but yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the, that little massage thing that they put on at the tailgate. Ah, fucking despicable. Despicable yeah, fan funny, base. Funny enough, funny enough, this is actually the first time that a team has blown a 13-plus point lead uh, inside of two minutes since the Browns did it back in 2001. <laughs> so congratulations, uh, Browns. You guys never change. They're always topping themselves. Next game up, we have the best game of last Sunday. It was amazing to watch some of the best football I've watched in God knows how long. Dolphins 42, Ravens 38. I'm just going to take this one from the top. The Dolphins are here. That offense was incredible. That is everything I expected. The Legion of Zoom, aptly named Waddle and Tyreek. It was so impressive to watch. Waddle and Tyreek combined 22 catches, 362 yards, and four touchdowns. And Tua in that second half, holy fuck. It was it was incredible. If you would have told me at the start of the game, Lamar would have had his game where he looked like an MVP, 300 yards, three passing touchdowns, a long rushing touchdown, it would have been, oh, game over, we would have lost that game. And he would have been the second best quarterback. Tua played out of his mind. It was amazing. It was his coming out party. I loved every minute of it. I'll let you talk. Yeah, so that game, you're right, was the best game of uh, week two by far. I didn't think it was close. It started off with a 103-yard return touchdown and ended with a uh, touchdown to end the game. So mm-hmm. you don't get that that uh, that type of action very often. Definitely I know it's only week two, but that's definitely going to come up for a game of the year conversation towards the end of the year. But yeah, that was really impressive. For one, uh, Tua could have mailed it in easily. He had, I think, two interceptions early on in the game and then, you know, battled his way back. I know people could say, hey, well, Tyreek's, you know, running down the field naked. You get him every time, but it's it's really not that, really not that easy. He was hitting them right in stride. I know some people are going to say, Oh, they were slowing down, you know, catch everything. I mean, not really. So once the end zone is there, what are you going to do? They're going to run the pass or anything. So, Like that first, yeah, that first long ball to Tyreek was a 50-yard or 55-yard, 55 yards in the air. Like that, not many quarterbacks make those throws. I don't even think Pat Mahomes had a 55-plus air yard throw last season. So... Yeah. And I mean, Tyreek, yeah, he runs super fast. Of course, he's going to slow down for the football, especially when no one is around him. It's yeah, I'm I'm super excited for what's left for the rest of the Dolphins season now. It's yeah, I, I have high hopes now, especially the way the rest of the AFC is shaping up right now, where some teams definitely not looking too good right now. It's 
we're one of the better teams right now through two weeks. It's through two weeks, but I'm really happy right now as a Dolphins fan. You know, the next game coming up on the schedule is going to be a big one. And, yep. and you know, you, you got the Bills, and, and we'll see if that, that's going to be definitely the measuring stick in the AFC for sure. If you, mm-hmm. you guys could compete with them or actually even beat them, it's going to definitely yeah. put the rest of the AFC on notice. Yeah. And I will say the Ravens did score 38 points. They played really well. They just got outplayed in that fourth quarter, and that's what it came down to. I think that Lamar is probably second for favorite in the MVP right now, probably behind Josh Allen. But, yeah, the Ravens are still good. The Dolphins were just better. That's all you can really say about that. Uh, Next up... The Detroit Lions versus the Washington Commanders. Lions 36, Commanders 27. Uh, Carson Wentz had another Carson Wentz game. They had two first downs in the uh, first half, and Carson Wentz had four touchdowns in the second half. He doubled touchdowns that he had first. Either way, very Carson Wentz-type game. The Commanders... Who cares? They played how they played. Uh, the Lions, this looked like a top five offense. They did whatever they wanted. Uh, 36 points is really impressive. Any th- any thoughts? Yeah, the, this Lions team, when you know when they hired Dan Campbell, he, he just gives off, you know, that bro, uh, bro energy, that frat boy type. Of, and then you, you start thinking, well, you know what? It's going to be cool. It's going to make for some nice clips, but I'm going to have a hard time believing that they're going to win anything. Mm-hmm. You're two into this um, head coaching regime, and they're they're looking great so far through two games. I mean, you got Jared Goff for, I mean, basically what would be, it was like a salary dump you, you got him for. And and now you're winning games. You get a moderate St. St. Brown, absolute wide receiver one. He's going to probably be a top 10 wide receiver fantasy, like a uh, uh, wide receiver in fantasy this year. Yeah, and mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift. Yeah, they're they're looking good. I still say they're a year too early to go to the playoffs, but the future is definitely looking bright in Detroit. Yeah, it's one of those games where they looked really good. They did play the Commanders, so it's kind of uh, congrats, you beat a team that you should have beat. Uh, but yeah, with Dan Campbell, the guys just fucking love him. He's he loves his team so much. He loves this game so much. And the guys, they see that and they feel that and they want to play their asses off for him. And he's slowly becoming one of my favorite coaches. Uh, Hard Knocks really sold me this past summer, but I'm a big, big Lions fan. They just need a quarterback that's not named Jared Goff and sky's the limit for that team. But We'll move on to last game on the one o'clock slate here. Colts versus Jags. Colts zero, Jags 21. Take it away, Moob. Uh, so my first takeaway from that game is Matt Ryan needs to go be a family man. I think he really needs to hang <laughs> up. Uh, that team is a disaster. Uh, Frank Reich, he came from Philadelphia as like, especially even with the, the first year with Andrew Luck, where he's just like, the, the most lovable coach in the NFL. You know, he's turned around the Colts, won a champ. He made Carson Wentz look good. Everyone was like, oh, my God, this guy is amazing, yada, yada. 
and now he's like I think the third betting odds favorite to get uh, fired this year. So yeah, I don't know if he's gonna survive the season. Uh, Matt Ryan should definitely. I mean, he's looking worse than Philip Rivers did, and Philip Rivers I think might have been yeah. older. Uh, so yeah, he should hang it up at the end of the season. Uh, Michael Pittman wasn't playing, but you know, even then, I don't know if if he's gonna account for twenty four points, but. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, if you were a Colts fan right now, would you rather have Matt Ryan or would you have Carson Wentz? You know what? Uh, at this point, tanking sound, doesn't sound too bad. Give me, give me whoever, <laughs> whoever's a second string QB. I have no clue, but start, like start Sam Ellinger. There we go. Uh, Sam Ellinger. Yeah. Two. And Trevor Lawrence, he looked fantastic. He looked that generational prospect, number one overall pick. Uh, Christian Kirk had a hell of a game too. He's definitely worth that money that they're paying him to be the wide receiver one there. Uh, the Jags are going to be frisky all year. They're right now they're leading that division. Don't think they'll finish it off. I still think that the Colts are going to win this division. I think that once Shaq Leonard does get back on the defense, they'll be better, but it's so fucking bad. Like you can't, you can't not put up any points in a football game. It's just embarrassing. Especially against the, uh, I don't care how how good or how many young players or young talent that the Jaguars have, there's just no reason to put up a goose egg against them. No, not not at all. Uh, moving on to the afternoon slate, uh, Falcons Rams Rams thirty one Falcons twenty seven. Uh, the Falcons almost came back twenty eight to three. That would have been something, but. I the Rams are weird. I still think that the Rams are like a good team, but they got shit kicked by a really good team last week. And the Falcons are weirdly good, maybe. I don't know, but Matt Stafford just throws bad picks. That's kind of what I'm getting. Yeah, Matt Stafford. I don't, I mean, he's always been a pretty high interception guy, but he's always got the yeah. benefit of doubt. You know, when you're in the Lions, you're going to throw picks. Last year, mm-hmm. I think he did, he led the NFL in interceptions. Yeah, I'm not mistaken. He did. He this did. year, um, you know, he 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 kind of has that that Mahomes in him as well, where he's gonna throw some some you know no look passes or just passes that people should not throw, and sometimes mm-hmm. gonna end up in the receiver's hands, sometimes gonna end up in a DB's hands. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, with the Falcons, I mean. Kyle Pitts is a ghost, which is crazy, but they're hanging around in games. They've put up points both weeks uh, against two teams that I think will still be in the playoffs. So I think the Falcons are just going to be annoying this season. And that's can't really predict what they're going to do week to week, but they'll be there. And the Kyle Pitts situation, as someone who has Kyle Pitts in fantasy, Yep. Very disappointing. It's a little yep. too early to start using the B word uh, for him, but let's just say he was drafted ahead of guys like Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle. And I think if they redid that, uh, you know, he wouldn't. So, yeah, it's not great. No, not, not at all. Uh, next game up. This game had a lot of potential for me at the start. 49ers, Seahawks, Niners, 27. Seahawks seven Trey Lance now out for the year, uh, busted ankle. 
that sucks. Like I now, I now like I had the Niners as a Super Bowl. They were going to make it to the Super Bowl in the NFC. I now they have Jimmy G and they're back to square one. And this team does nothing for me anymore because I know that they're not going to win at all because they have Jimmy G at quarterback. Yeah, I, I don't. So this is this whole thing with the Jimmy G and Trey Lance. I know there's been a lot of drama between, you know, this like which team is better. To me, it was always give Trey Lance a chance, and and he's like your your home run swing. Either yeah. he's not gonna pan out, and he's gonna be he's gonna be bad because he's he's a very like hit or miss type of quarterback prospect when he came out. Either he's gonna be the one that takes you to a promise line, or or he's gonna you know fail. But at least you took the chance, Jimmy yeah. G. You know what you're getting. You know that you're gonna make the playoffs. You know that he's gonna throw 140 yards and an interception in the playoff game, but still win. Yeah. But it is what it is. He's not going to win you a Super Bowl. We've seen that. His 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 career average in the playoffs, I thought it would be much better. Well, I mean, not really, but four no. touchdowns, <laughs> six interceptions, 160 yards per game. Yeah, he's terrible. He's not a good quarterback. <laughs> like, he's, um, he's, he's a bottom-tier game manager. He's still like a starting level quarterback in the league, but is he's probably Mitch Trubisky if he was on the Steelers, maybe a little better, but he's not he's not a good quarterback. And I hate when fucking I mean certain people uh have him as a top fifteen quarterback somehow still. Yeah, but I uh <laughs> but and with the Seahawks, uh, their only points of the day came off a defensive turnover. So it wasn't a good game. It was they're bad. They're they're bad. Speaking of bad bad games, uh, Broncos versus Texans. Broncos sixteen, Texans nine. I'll let you start because you you are a known Russ hater. Yeah. So. I, I was the first one to jump on this bandwagon and how it really started was uh, between the, there was a rivalry like five, six years ago between the Panthers and the Sea Seahawks. Cause it seemed like they played each other every single year for like seven years straight and a couple times. In the yeah. Playoffs too. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. And then after a while I started realizing, I was like, you know what, there's so, certain things that Russ does that people don't realize yet, but they should. But anyway, so this, Broncos offense has no reason, absolutely zero, to not be a top five, top ten offensively at minimum. But they're looking terrible. Russ was getting booed in the first half, his first home game as a, as a Denver Bronco. Yeah, I wrote this down here. Uh, he started the game off six for 20, which is atrocious. Nathaniel Hackett should not be an NFL head coach, at least not yet. It's looking like that. Uh, there was this one play that kind of summed up the entire Broncos offense. So on this was four minute mark of the third quarter. They're down nine, six, third and one at the Texans 35. And he runs a pitch, a tight end pitch. He pitched the ball to the tight end and yep. not, not <laughs> okay. Let's just say it lost. It lost. It was minus one. And then yeah. they brought the field goal unit out too late took a penalty. Now they're punting the ball instead of, you know, who knows, you give it to Javante Williams, you get the first down. But the, the coaching staff, 
the quarterback, everything is just a mess right now. Uh, they're kind of in the early stages of it. So maybe you want to give them benefit of, benefit of the doubt. I won't, but you know. Yeah. Like I had the Broncos as I thought the Broncos were going to win the AFC West. That's definitely not going to happen now, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Again, Hackett has been in his own head since game one. He's made mistake after mistake. Uh, the Broncos team just looks unfocused. They're getting penalized a ton. It's been bad. They should, they should be two and zero at this point. And they've struggled against really, really bad teams so far. Uh, it has not looked good. Hopefully it gets better. I still kind of like, I still believe that the offense will get better. The defense is still not allowed 20 plus points in a game so far. So that's a bonus, but yeah, it's not, it's not looking good right now for the Broncos. That's for sure. Uh, I don't even want to know how that game's going to look like. That's, yeah. Like, and they they do play the Niners this week. That'll be a huge game to see what kind of caliber team they actually are. They need to come out. They need to play that game close, 100%. Uh, next game up, Cardinals, Raiders. Uh, Cardinals 29, Raiders 23. I didn't get to watch a ton of this game. I was at a family dinner. I saw the highlights, though, and my conclusion, both these teams stink. Simple as that. I The, the Raiders, I don't know how you let Kyler scramble around for... Apparently, that two-point convert ended up being Kyler ran for 84 yards. He's playing backyard football, and it's ridiculous that Kyler is able to do that. I think Kyler's fantastic, but... You can't do that in a fucking NFL game. That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I just think both these teams suck at the end of the day, and who cares? <laughs> yeah, the uh, the uh, Cardinals. I don't. I don't. I don't know what to make of both these teams. I, I don't know if it's too too early to say that the Cardinals aren't going to make the playoffs or they're going to be garbage. Uh, but the thing is, it's not looking great. And the Raiders just blew, what was it, 23-7 lead with nine minutes left. They let yep. Kyler run around like, you know, the badass toddler that he is whenever he tries to <laughs> run, away, run around. Uh, but, yeah, the that, that game was a mess. Uh, the fumble, two fumbles by uh, Hunter Renfro in the overtime. And then you, you have Byron him. Murphy returning it. And then he dropped it low when it looked like right before the end zone. That could have been a disaster. Yeah, so this game. Almost for Sean Jackson. Game. Yeah. Oh, that would have been Both hilarious. Teams, uh, I, don't, I don't know what to make of them just yet, but not looking great so far. Like, I have both of them not making the playoffs. I still think that, like, they're too talented on, like, both of the rosters are too talented to be bad teams, but I don't think that they're good enough to make playoffs at this point. But I guess we'll see. It's still super early. Uh, God, speaking of teams that are way below expectations right now, Bengals versus Cowboys. Bengals 17, Cowboys 20. What the fuck are the Bengals this year? The ba- like the Bengals have lost to Cooper Rush and Mitch Trubisky. They were in the Super Bowl last year. I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. That was my big hot take. They just suck right now. 
I don't know what the hell this offense is. The offensive line should be much better than last year. It's worse, arguably. I don't get it. Even with a below average offensive line, the weapons on that team should be, they're so good where it shouldn't matter. People should be open immediately and nothing has happened with this team. And the Cowboys, they have a really good defense. That's about it. Yeah. The um, the Bengals, they got some new guys. They have this new O-line unit, but uh, it's ass. Like last year's team, offense line, it's ass, but it's just a different cheek this time. Same yep. ass, just different cheek. They're just, it's, it's not a very good offensive line. Uh, Joe Burrow doesn't help. He does take a few sacks from time to time that aren't ideal. Uh, no, yeah, but, but yeah, that that team, like you said, with the weapons they have, it, it shouldn't matter. They you should get the ball to Jamar Chase's hands, to T. Higgins, to Joe Mixon. Someone on that team's gonna make a play. You just have to you just have to pick and choose who you, who you want to give the ball to. And you want to talk about a get right game for the Bengals? They play the Jets this week. If they need to come away with a decisive win, or else, oh, the the rumors are going to be bad. It's going to be... You can't, you can't lose to Joe Flacco in the year of 2022. That, that is a... And if they do oh. lose to the to the Jets and Joe Flacco in 2022, I fear that that Jeremy Lin-Joe Burrow comparison is going to be a little, a little too accurate. That would be... Yeah, fuck. I saw your tweet where the Joe Burrow documentary next with the <laughs> Lin... Yeah. I... I'm just saying, could Tua be the best quarterback drafted in the 2020 class? I don't know. Last week he was. <laughs> I guess we'll see. We'll have to see. <laughs> I know Tom's not gonna like hearing that, but Tom, no, that no, of course it's not, not over yet. <laughs> One of them's a winner. I will just say that. Yeah. Uh, last game of the slate, Sunday night football. Bears, Packers, Packers 27, Bears 10. This game went exactly how you would expect. The Bears were never in this game. Didn't matter how close they actually were. They were never in this game. Uh, I'm just going to read Justin Fields' stat line for this game. 7 for 11, 70 yards, and an interception. He threw the ball 11 times. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, I I think he's thrown the ball 28 total times this season. And uh, no passing touchdowns yet. They had 48 net yards of passing passing offense this passing. 48 net yards of passing offense. That is atrocious. Also, I'm yeah okay. I just looked it up. Guess how many yards Darnell Mooney has right now? It can't be more than 60, 65. Four. <laughs> he has four yards. This guy was getting talked up in the off season of a t- top 20 wide receiver. This man has four yards in two games. He has two catches in two games. I so four more yards in receptions than Cole Komet this year. And I have him two <laughs> weeks, so it's not looking great. Uh, yeah, Cole Komet also fucking stinks. Uh, one bright spot, David Montgomery looked really good, but the Bears are who we thought they were. Thank yeah, you. Uh, it might, was that Mike honestly, Ditka? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it might no, no, no. Uh, 
Uh, who was that? With the running back? No, the, uh, the that coach. The Bears are who we thought they were, and we let them oh, off the uh, hook. Dennis, Dennis, uh, Dennis Greener or something like that. Yes, that's okay. There we go. <laughs> but but yeah, the uh, so my two takeaways from this game really, if I would have to sum it up, because I, I don't we don't care about what the Bears are doing. They're you know they're no. But the Packers Irrelevant. run defense yeah. did not look good. You're giving nope. up 115 yards to uh, to Montgomery, and I think it might have been like 13 or 12 carries, something like that. Like they were just getting yeah. bashed on the ground. He he sits out for a play. I think it was Montgomery ran for 29 yards. He sits out for a play. Khalil Herbert comes in, runs for 27 yards. Like if you want to compete in the in the NFC, you just can't be giving up 25 yard runs to to a team that has a poor offensive line and you know a bunch of average running backs. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and and last but not least, please, please, Roger Goodell, I'm on my hands and knees. Do not schedule any more Bears Sunday night football games. This is the same oh, thing year after year. Put these guys in the London game at like 9 a.m. where no one can watch them. You know, have the Europeans deal with that that crap. I don't I don't want to watch it. You know, put them on IG Instagram Live, ESPN Deportes. I don't care. I just don't want to see it on my screen. Oh, yeah, it's honestly, yeah, it's fair. Uh, the Packers, on the other hand, Rodgers did Rodgers things, 19 for 25, 234 yards, two TDs. Uh, the running game finally came alive for them. Aaron Jones looked fantastic, too. He averaged 8.8 yards per carry. This is kind of who I want the Packers to be. I want Rodgers to be super efficient, and I want them to run the fuck out of the ball. I hope this is their model going forward, because when you're relying on Sammy Watkins to have 2014 Sammy Watkins type plays, I don't think that's consistent. No, I, I mentioned 2000. I said two, you can't lose to Joe Flacco in 2022. You can't yeah. rely on Randall Cobb and Sammy Watkins in the year 2022 as well. So he's not a yeah. damn fact, but okay. That does it for uh, the week two recap. We can move Right along to the Pick'em Contest. Uh, I lost last week by one pick. Fucking Vikings Monday Night Football. I don't. I completely forgot that that was a Monday Night Football game and Kirk Cousins was going to be in primetime. I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, but uh, for those new listeners, if I do have any, uh, how it works, we're going to give fave spread. Uh, dog spread over under and a money line dog will alternate picks going back and forth can't pick from the same games uh as my guest i'll give you the honor of going first so the board is yours thank you so my first game i will be picking the Bengals as a road favorite at minus four and a half yep it's like you said earlier it's a must win it's a get right game uh, I I pray that they don't lose this game because it's gonna look it's gonna get really bad on Twitter and, and mm-hmm. you know on talk shows and stuff like that and that uh, in Cincy so they have to minus four and a half. Yeah, that's again I have that on my board. We talked about it a little bit already. If the Bengals don't cover that spread, I don't care if they win by. I mean, I don't care if they win and it's by two. They need to beat this Jets team handily for me to be. Oh yeah, the Bengals are a good team. If they if this is a close game to the Jets, 
I, the Bengals are done. Bye-bye. I don't care anymore. The hype is over. The hype is dead. Uh, I'm going to go with my money line dog because I didn't like a lot of them. I'm taking the Packers over the Bucks straight up. This is a hurt Bucks team right now. Mike Evans is going to be suspended. Godwin's probably doubtful. Julio might play. The offensive line is banged up. I also still really like the Packers. I think that they can, if they can get it going, they can definitely win this game. I think this is going to be a tough grinded out game on defense, but I think that the Packers are going to win. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely going to be a game won and lost in the trenches. So we'll see. I don't th- I don't expect there to be, you know, the ball flying all around the yard. So we'll we'll see. I think in the uh, low scoring game, that'll probably favor the the Packers a little bit more because they you know they don't have anyone really on the outside that you can rely on. So no, uh, good pick right there. Mm-hmm. You are back up. All right, so. Um, this next one, I will be going with the under. My under pick is the Thursday night game between the uh, Steelers and the Browns. It's You're brave. Surprise. Uh, you get Mitch Trubisky on one side of the ball and Jacoby Brissett on the other side of the ball. Uh, you're not going to see the, uh, the ball get in the end zone very much. I think it's more likely that we see uh, multiple defensive touchdowns than we do multiple offensive touchdowns. So, Unless that happens, I, I don't see the uh, the overhitting at all. I got a 38 and a half. 38 and a half, not a lot of points. No, I, I would take it if it was but, 31 and a half. <laughs> That's how bad <laughs> these quarterbacks are. It's, yeah, like, yeah, this Thursday night game is going to be, uh, this is, I'm actually happy that I'm going to be able to get a good night of sleep yeah. going into Friday because. I will be going to bed at half for that game. Uh, hmm, okay. Next up, let me. I'm gonna go with my over. I'm gonna go over forty and a half Bears Texans. I think this is just a case. There's people on the both offenses here. I still think Justin Fields is something at this point. We'll see. Uh, We said before that David Montgomery, he's looked great. On the other side, Davis Mills is pretty good. I don't, maybe. Uh, Brandon Cooks is still there. Damian Pierce, hopefully he does something. But Texans and Bears defenses are both ass. They are both bad. So I'm expecting two bad teams to play and the offenses to just be slightly better than the really bad defenses. And 40 and a half, it's a low number. If it's 20 to 21, that makes sense to me. Yeah, the uh, Bears are getting gashed on the ground by the uh, the Packers, so maybe Damian Pierce can get it going. So I wouldn't be surprised if it were turned out to be, you know, 23 to, to 20 or 24 to 20, something, something along those lines. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, so for my next pick, this is going to be my underdog spread, and it is going to be the Commanders at home versus the Eagles plus seven. And I know that I said the, the plus Eagles, seven now, plus seven. Yeah, I, I know I said the Eagles are probably the best team in the NFC, 
but these divisional games are always tight. Doesn't matter who's playing, especially in the NFC East. If you watch these games throughout the year, the years, excuse me, you know, you see the Cowboys, they, they might have a 10, sorry, a 12 and four season and they're playing against a five win Giants team and that game goes down to the final kick. So seven and a half mm-hmm. as a home dog, that's way too many points for me. So, so I'll take that and, you know, if they get blown out of the water, I'll take that. I, I expect the commanders to put up some points. So seven, yeah, seven's a good number. Yeah. When I was doing my prep this morning for this, uh, I wake up early for work. I was checking the lines at like 7 a.m. That line opened at Eagles plus four and a half. I saw that. I'm like that or Eagles minus four and a half. Sorry. I looked at that. I'm like, that's going to be my number. And then as I kept checking throughout the day, that number just kept getting higher and higher. So the fact that that's at plus seven right now, I think it's probably going to get even higher by Sunday. But yeah, it's always tough in divisional games. I like to pick at that number, honestly. Um, Okay, next up, I'll take my spread favorite and I'm going to take the Ravens minus three. Yes, that's still the number. Ravens minus three versus the Patriots. Pat's home opener. I don't think the Pats are very good. I don't think they've really been tested. That week one versus Miami, Miami's offense clearly did not look it as in sync as it did versus the Ravens. I still think the Ravens are a Super Bowl contending team. I think Lamar Jackson is a top five quarterback easily. And yeah, I just think the Ravens are overall just a better team than the Patriots. The Patriots are not a good team this year. Yeah, the Patriots are, whenever you have Matt Patricia, you have to choose between Matt Patricia and Joe Judge calling offensive plays for you. You know it's going to be a pretty rough season. So uh, whenever you get a team like the uh, the Ravens coming in, uh, they just lost a real like uh, nail biter. So I'd expect them to come out real hungry try to avenge that loss and, you know, spoil a couple of uh, that season opener for the, uh, the Patriots. Well, cause that's the thing. The Patriots aren't going to score more than 20 points. So do you think that the Ravens will score more than 20 points? Probably. So I think minus three is a good number there. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to move on to my over pick. And I know this number is insane, but if you watch both of these teams this past week, you'll completely understand. I have the over in the Bills-Dolphin game uh, at 53 and a half. Yeah. The, now, divisional unders have been 9-1 and one this season. So the under for divisional games have, have, have been money. But this is one where, you know, you got Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, uh, Legion of Zoom. This is going to be a high-scoring game for sure. Yeah, this is, I mean... I'm excited for this game because what, like we said before, this is going to be, are the Dolphins a real team? Can they do it consistently? The Bills have owned us since Josh Allen has been there. I think they've won seven straight against us, but uh, the Bills are going to carve up our defense. I think still Byron Jones is going to be back after week four. The defense hasn't looked great so far. Uh, Defensive line isn't generating a lot of pressure, so that's not very good. But so the Bills are going to score. I know that they're going to score. It's just whether the Dolphins' offense can keep up. I think they're going to be able to. 
I think 53 and a half is a high number. I'm a little worrisome, but as someone who wants the Dolphins to just start scoring a shit ton of points over all the way. Okay. Uh, let me see. I got my over my money line. I got my, okay. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go with my, I'll go with my spread dog. I'll go Steelers plus five and a half. Oh, fuck. Nope. Wait, I can't take them the same game. I did this last week too. Okay. Oh, I fucked myself. Okay. Let, let me see. So I got that one, that one, that one. I need my under, I'm going to go under 49 and a half. KC Indy. Uh, the Colts didn't score any points last week. I think that's as simple as, as I can say it. I think the Colts suck. I I like this Chiefs team. I like this Chiefs defense a lot too, actually. They've been looking good. Uh, yeah, KC's going to score their points. I still do like the Colts defense. And if it can hold Pat Mahomes to a 28-point 20, game, I don't see the Colts getting 20 points. So, yeah, under 49 and a half. KC Indy. Yeah, I don't see the the Colts just put up zero points. So I don't see yeah. how, you know, 49 and a half, way too high of a number. I don't see them coming anywhere close. Uh, I could definitely see it being like a 30 to 10 type of game, 31 to 10, something like along those lines. All right. So for my last now this is going to be my money law money line dog uh, i'm gonna to have to go with the cardinals at home see the thing is with nfc west games is they're really weird and ever since kyler murray got there when he was drafted uh he they didn't win much games it's for i think they might have won four or five games his rookie year and they still beat the 49ers he went to the super bowl and I think they might have beat the Rams and the Seahawks that year too. Like the, the NFC West is just it's just weird. Every every game is just it just gets real weird. So yeah, uh, I think I'll, I'll take them. I, I don't think they're a great team. Uh, I don't think that the Rams are a great team as of right now as well. But as as the uh, home underdog, I'll just I'll just go with them with the money line. Yeah, I can't. I think that's a it's a tough pick. I think like you said, NFC West games are all over the place. So yeah, can the Cardinals beat the Rams from the Rams team I've seen at this point? Probably, but we shall see. Uh now I gotta find actually no. Yeah, I found the game that I like. Monday night football, Cowboys versus the Giants. I'll take Cowboys plus two and a half. I get, this Giants team has been uh, surprising so far. They are 2-0. Haven't played anyone. So this Cowboys team has a really good fucking defense. And hopefully Zeke and Pollard can do enough to, I mean, do what they did against the Bengals, who the Bengals should be a better team than the Giants, right? But at this point, they're not. Uh, yeah, Cowboys plus two and a half. Hopefully Micah Parsons does what he's been doing because he's been looking like the defensive player of the year so far, but I'll take the Cowboys. I don't really like it, but I'll do it. 
the Brian Burns had two sacks against the uh, the Giants, and Micah Parsons is obviously a step ahead of him in terms of pass rushing. Uh, that offensive line is improved. It's still not great. Once you rely on a 56-yard field goal to win a game at home against the Panthers, as much as you would like to be optimistic for starting the season 2-0, they're still not a very good football team. Uh, nope. Daniel Jones is Daniel Jones, and they'll, for, they'll force turnovers for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, so to recap, you had – Bengals minus four and a half, Commanders plus seven, over 53 and a half, Bills Dolphins, under 38 and a half, Brown Steelers, and Cardinals money line. I had uh, Ravens minus three, Cowboys plus two and a half, uh, over 40 and a half, Bears Texans, under 49 and a half, KC Indy, and Packers money line. Uh, well, I guess that'll do it. Moob, thank you so much. This has been great. You are welcome back anytime, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That'll do it for another episode of the Cover Zero podcast. I'm excited going into this weekend. I think this is, this is where the Dolphins see where they are, where they stack up. Should be fun. The Bills scare the absolute shit out of me as they should any Dolphins fan. They've looked unstoppable so far. Hopefully Tua can string together two good games. That's what I want to see. I want to see consistency from this team. Uh, also, if you were watching on video, I mean, e- e- even if you were listening, if you heard any bumping and rattling around, uh, there's been a fly that's been attracted to my webcam camera the entire time. So I've been trying to kill it for the entire episode. Um, I think I got it finally at this point, but there seems to be another one. So, yeah, uh, I guess that's it. Until next time, uh, do all that fun stuff. Like, comment, share, subscribe, uh, retweet, follow, all that stuff. And until next time, peace.